And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, overnight snow puts another halt to an already delayed harvest in Saskatchewan. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy skies, wind north 30, gusting to 50. The temperatures steady near minus 1, the low minus 9. Wind chill minus 7 tonight, minus 17 overnight. Tomorrow partly cloudy, wind northwest 20, the high plus 3, the low minus 8. Friday sunny and windy with a high of plus 3, the low minus 6. Saturday partly cloudy, the high plus 4, the low minus 5. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 7, the low minus 2. Monday, partly cloudy, the high plus 6, the low minus 3. Tuesday, sunny, the high near plus 6. Normal high is 13 for this date, the normal low minus 2. The sun rose at 710 this morning, it sets at 621 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Nipawin up in the north at plus 2. The cold spot, Cypress Hills in the southwest corner at minus 7. Estevan is minus 1, Saskatoon 0, Swift Current minus 3, Weyburn minus 2, Yorkton is minus 1. Cloudy in Regina, it's minus 1, that's 30 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 27, gusting to 38. Humidity is 74%, the barometer rising 102.5. Cloudy in Moose Jaw minus 1, winds are from the north, northwest at 28. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 1, that's 30 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. Well, an overnight covering of snow across much of the southern Saskatchewan Grain Belt has put harvest on hold again. There's a light dusting of snow in Regina this morning. The weather office says no snow in Saskatoon, 3 centimeters in Yorkton and 5 centimeters in Weyburn and Assiniboia. Sask Wheat Vice Chair Scott Hepworth says the ground is white with snow around Assiniboia. That's about 175 kilometers southwest of Regina. He says farmers will have to wait for dry weather before getting back on the combine again. Well, uh, started late afternoon yesterday, I guess, and, and throughout the night. And yeah, we're definitely basically white over again with a pretty wet snow, but not as much as we had uh, the previous week. What impact on harvest? Oh, well, it's, it's slowed it right down, obviously. Uh, we were able to get going, I think, on Sunday and make some fairly good progress for the past two and a half days. There was combines going everywhere down here uh, yesterday, that's for sure. What percentage harvest would be complete in your area? Uh, if I had to take a guess, I would say that we're probably in that 60 to 80% range. A few guys have, have finished up, but... Taking a drive around, I would say, you know, in that 60 to 70 percent range with, with a, a variety of crops left out there. You can find some durum, you can find some canola, flax, and chickpeas out there. So um, it's not just one crop that the guys are trying to get off, it's, it's more than one. That also makes it a, a little bit more challenging. What does the snow mean for harvest? Well, obviously, uh, it slows it right down, and, and uh, it's definitely taking its toll on the quality of, of all the crops left out there. Nothing good. Snow and harvest don't mix. How much of a delay before you think you'll get back on the combine? Because of this snow last night and the, and the cool temperatures I had, it, it could be a few days again. I think last snow delay was about five or six days. 
but the sun came out in the end, so that definitely, I think, guys are surprised at the moisture content once they got back out there, but this one should be quite as delayed. How much downgrading did the crop have from the first snow? Uh, it's hard to say. Personally, we didn't have any uh, cereal crops left out, so we only had canola, and uh, it didn't make a difference on the quality of our canola. But a lot of the damage had been done from uh, a three-inch rain that we had previous to the first snow. So, I mean, it's all adding up. I, I imagine now there's going to be a touch of frost in the sample as well. So it's, it's no doubt taking its toll on quality. What are the cereal crops coming in at? Are they coming in at feet or a little better? I haven't heard since the snow. I don't know how much we're taking off. I think most guys that I that I was talking to were doing canola, but I did see a few things on Twitter that they were surprised that the quality held as well as it did. But there was sprouting in the cereal crops here prior to the snow, and and uh, you know just the duration they've been out is taking its toll and. and this wet weather is definitely taking its toll. So I would say we're going to be in, in the bottom three grades for Durham specifically. I uh, can't say too much for spring wheat down here as there isn't a whole lot growing. How much longer will you need once the weather turns warm and dry? I think to get everything wrapped up down here, we're likely looking at a couple weeks. Short days, obviously, now, and lack of, of warm temperatures. So I would, I would guess, you know, a couple weeks is what we're going to need to, to put this crop in the bin down here. Describe the growing season. It seems it's been pretty wild here. Yeah, it has been. And actually, a friend of mine, I was talking to her, this was you know a few weeks ago already, and she said, you know, the whole year has been tough. Why did we think harvest was going to be easy? And uh, I think that kind of sums up the year. We've, we've had everything thrown at us. I saw some pictures on uh, Twitter of guys seeding in the snow and then harvesting that, that same crop in the snow. That's not too common, or I would I would like to think that it isn't too common. So down here, we've had everything from an early drought, uh, early snow, early frost, then heavy rains and hail uh, throughout the, the later parts of the season. So it's been a mixed bag, and, and definitely we've had it all, from what I can see. I mean, the wind's been there, of course, too. So I would like to think we've had every everything possible thrown at us this year. I'm just happy to see everybody keeping their head up. Scott Hepworth farms at Assiniboia, 175 kilometers southwest of Regina, and is vice chair of the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission. The weather office says Manitoba could get walloped from a Colorado low with a potential for some heavy snow. Some locations along the Manitoba border, from Hudson Bay to Carlisle, may see some snow, perhaps 5 centimeters. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and by YAC Auctions. The first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. Falling number is not a grading factor for wheat, but it is very important to millers and bakers and is often a contract requirement by grain companies. Lower falling number is often associated with sprout, and sprouted grain is turning up with the late harvest. The falling number indicates enzyme activity detrimental to the baking process. Jeff Backman is the business development and markets manager with the Alberta Wheat Commission. The low falling number tends to indicate that there's been damaged starch in the wheat. This is generally damaged by enzyme activity, and the damaged starches are going to result in a baked good that won't rise as expected and will be full of air holes. Grain companies are looking for a falling number above 300. 
bakers want to be uh, sure that the flour that they're using in their products is going to produce consistent high-quality products, and that's one of the reasons why they come to Canada. Canada generally is expected to deliver wheat with a falling number of greater than 300, and when numbers get under 300, uh, end users start to get concerned. Backman says blending is not a good option for low falling numbers. Falling number appears to be different than where you would blend protein or you would blend moisture. Depending on how low the falling number is, you need to blend with an exponential amount of, uh, of wheat. For example, anecdotally, I've heard that one ton of bad falling number wheat may need to be blended with as much as 20 tons of good falling number wheat. Backman recommends storing early harvested wheat separated from crops that have sprouting. In addition, get several samples tested. We have been hearing from some of our farmers that they are being asked for samples from every single bin in their farm. So be prepared, take some extra samples, and be ready to provide those samples to grain companies, you can go out to the Canadian Grain Commission. They've still, they're still running their harvest sample program. If you send in a sample to that, you will get a falling number. You can also reach out to Grain Analysis Labs and get a sample result. Backman also suggests moving some of the sprouted wheat earlier into the feed market. You can check out more detailed information on falling number on the saskwheat.ca website under the news section. Revere Retirement Living at Green Falls Landing in Regina will hold a Farmer Appreciation Day on Saturday, October 19th. The Executive Director of the Complex, Melissa Gustafson, says speakers from the University of Regina will discuss the evolution of farming. I'm born and raised right here in Regina, so we know the, I know the importance of our farming communities to everything that we do. Um, secondly, I have a lot of retired farmers that live in my building that we want to honor all of the hard work that they did to put the, the food on our tables. So tell me a little bit about the speakers you've got set up. So we have some local farmers that are coming in. Um, we really tried to focus on a few of different age ranges so that we can see kind of how farming started to where it is today. So that's kind of the direction that we're going with the speaker series is where we were once at, where our residents would best communicate to to what they're doing nowadays. And this is being held where and when? Right here at Green Falls Landing. It's at 3850 Green Falls Drive on October 19th. Uh, we will be having a farm fresh meal served and then the afternoon with seminars. Who's uh, invited? Is there a fee? And it's from one to four, I understand? Yeah, from one to four, there is no fee to come in. Everybody is invited, so they can just give us a call to RSVP here, and the number they can call is 306-559-5657. Melissa Gustafson is the Executive Director of the Green Falls Landing Retirement Complex in Regina. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call one 800 284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell 270 at 417.46. Oats dropped a dollar ninety-four at 182.31. Number one red spring wheat rose a dollar thirty-five at two hundred twenty dollars and four cents. 
The rest were unchanged. Durham, $260.06. Feed barley, $146.62. Flax, $485.93. Yellow peas, $218.54. Feed wheat, $147.79. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is up one and a quarter cents at five forty-four and three quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And the Canadian Canola Growers Association, up to $1 million now available to farmers. Visit ccga.ca slash cash advance for details. Hello, cattlemen. This is Junior for Heartland Livestock Services of Yorkton with your market report for the week of October 9th. A very good run this week for the Angus Influence Sale with 2,415 in the pre-sort, 210 cows and bulls on offer. With a few highlights from the sale, we had 47 black steers at 406 pounds at 255, 81 black steers 489 at 223, 143 black steers 563 at 214, and they were an impressive sight. 105 black steers at 636 at 213, 53 black steers 705 at 211. Now on to the red steers. 36 red steers at 486 at 224. 52 red steers, 560 pounds at 216. 47 red steers, 637 pounds at 213. And 25 red steers, 708 pounds at 211. On the cow and bull trade today, we saw them trading steady to last week with the cows averaging just under 78 cents per pound with a high of 89 bucks. The bulls were at a $1.01 average with a high of $1.09. Next week is our Charlie Influence pre-sort sale, which is... Still has a little room, so give us a call. We will be sorting and receiving on Monday, October 14th, our Thanksgiving holiday. So if you have some extra turkey, bring it along with you. The October 23rd sale is our Semitol Influence sale. It's also filling up, but we still have a little room. Give us a call. Book your cattle and trucks to avoid disappointment. On behalf of myself and all the Heartland staff, we would like to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Once again, this has been Junior for Heartland Yorkton. Thank you, and have a great day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Sig 5 TCP BP2, $138.74 per CKG. For BP4 TCP4, it's $149.49 per CKG. The outlook, cloudy, wind north 30 gusting to 50 today. Temperatures steady near minus 1, the low minus 9. Wind chill minus 7 tonight, minus 17 overnight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, wind northwest 20. The high 3, the low minus 8. In Regina, cloudy and minus 1, that's 30 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.